these NFL playoffs are showing just how far behind the Steelers are at the all-important quarterback position. How can they possibly catch up? Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers. So you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. The NFL playoffs are causing a big case of quarterback envy across Steelers Nation. The postseason matchups are proving that now more than ever, a franchise quarterback is a mandatory requirement for a deep Super Bowl run. Yet, there's no set formula for how NFL teams acquire their top flight passer. Just look at the four teams vying for a trip to Super Bowl 58 on Championship Sunday. The quarterback backstories of the Lions, the 49ers, the Ravens, and the Chiefs offer the Steelers a plethora of options for reaching the passer promised land and landing a playoff caliber quarterback in 2024. In the Motor City, retread Jared Goff is the toast of Detroit. The former first overall pick by the LA Rams was sent packing after Goff couldn't win the big game in 2019. He and the Rams' offense put up a paltry three points versus the New England Patriots during a virtually unwatchable Super Bowl 53. The Rams then swung a trade for longtime Lions QB Matthew Stafford. They plugged him in behind center like a spare auto part and proceeded to hoist a Lombardi after besting the Bengals in Super Bowl 56. At the time of the Goff for Stafford deal, Detroit appeared as if it had been swindled by an unsavory used car dealer. But Goff now has the Lions roaring. They have a potent offense that can put up plenty of points. Goff is now one game away from the big game, showing the Steelers that trading for a QB is a viable pass to the passer promised land. No wonder a significant slice of Steelers Nation is clamoring for Pittsburgh to swing a trade for the Bears' Justin Fields. And of course, we know Fields is likely expendable because Chicago is eyeing up using their first overall pick to take USC QB Caleb Williams. To hear Coach Mike Tomlin tell it, the Steelers QB1 for 2024 is already on the roster. He said as much at his end-of-season press conference last week. Now, if this is true, the Steelers will stand pat and stick with Kenny Pickett, who's entering his third NFL season. You'll remember that Pickett was picked right in the middle of where two of the playoff QBs were selected in separate drafts just a few years before. The Chiefs, drafted Patrick Mahomes at pick 10 in 2017. Unlike Pickett, who took over as the Steelers starter in the middle of the fourth game of his rookie year, Mahomes sat for nearly his first full NFL season, playing just one game. But once installed as the Chiefs starter in 2018, Mahomes became an overnight NFL superstar. Astoundingly, he has appeared in every AFC championship game 
since then. Now, the Ravens plucked Jackson with the final pick of the first round in 2018. Early on in his career, Lamar employed his many athletic gifts rather than his arm to scramble and run for yards and scores. His rookie season completion percentage was a paltry 58.2%. And up until last week, when Jackson and the Ravens erupted all over the Texans, his playoff record was lacking. Finally, Jackson had a string of seasons where he missed multiple games with injury. It was a less than stellar record until this year, where he is on the cusp of a Super Bowl with the Ravens. All this shows that perseverance with a passer can pay off. Now, the Steelers picked Pickett with the 20th selection in 2022. And unlike Mahomes and Jackson, he was the first QB off the board that year. This is a significant investment, and the Steelers understandably aren't ready to walk away from it. Unfortunately, Pickett's progress has been anything but Mahomes-like, and he has barely a fraction of the speed and athleticism possessed by Jackson. In fact, the Pitt product appeared to regress badly in 2023. He ultimately lost his starting job to third stringer Mason Rudolph. But going back to Pickett in 2024 is understandable, perhaps even prudent, by Pittsburgh. By all accounts, Pickett is a character guy. He's a hard worker. And most importantly, he's locked up under a rookie deal that gives the Steelers three more seasons of control. The news isn't that Pickett is coming back as QB1. What could surprise Steelers fans is the extent the team goes to clear the field for him. Tomlin gave plenty of positive lip service to Mason Rudolph. He closed the season on a three-game winning streak, positioning the Steelers for the playoffs. And Mason did nothing to embarrass himself in the wild card loss to the Buffalo Bills. In fact, Rudolph appeared to win over the Steelers' locker room with his receivers, including stars Deontay Johnson and George Pickens, singing his praises. As such, Rudolph is a major threat to Pickett and his ability to win over and lead the team in 2024. I mean, would the Steelers brass really want echoes of Mason Rudolph ringing all around Acrisure Stadium the moment Pickett has a bad game? As a result, several Steelers analysts are convinced Rudolph won't be back in black and gold next season. He's not under contract, so his loss could be easily explained away, especially if he gets some other rival offers. Now, there is talk of the Steelers bringing in another veteran passer. This, as the woeful Mitch Trubitsky, is almost certainly gone. The names being bantered about are Russell Wilson and even Kirk Cousins. Now, in the early days of the offseason, it seems the Steelers are positioning themselves to go all in on Pickett, despite all the rumors of Justin Fields and the 
trades, uh, trades or deals or free agencies for some of the veterans. It looks like they want to give Pickett one more season to prove himself. And this, to be true, is a typical formula for handling first-round quarterbacks. But there's another formula the Steelers can look to in these playoffs. Last but not least, there is Brock Purdy out in San Francisco. Whereas Pickett was the first QB picked in 2022, Purdy was the last, as in dead last. He was Mr. Irrelevant, but in name only. Purdy has been very relevant for the 49ers. He came on late and saved their 2022 season. Only an injury in last year's NFC Championship game prevented a full-on duel with Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. He didn't really get the finish. Now he's back to complete the deal versus the Lions. Purdy's meteoric rise from the very bottom of the draft shows that playoff quarterbacks can come from anywhere, not just the first round. This same lesson was taught decades ago by Tom Brady. He went from the sixth round to being a seven-time Super Bowl champion. So while the Steelers appear to be sticking with Pickett, may, uh, it may not be a surprise if they draft another quarterback in the later rounds as they dig for their own Cinderella story. All the paths to a playoff passer are in place for Pittsburgh. The key is getting it right. As these playoffs are proving, there is no more important position in all of sports. Right now, the Steelers are way, way behind the NFL arms race. Now, we're going to have much more on Pickett and on the latest Pittsburgh offseason plans as they are forming in their infancy. It's all in this strategy-soaked edition of your Steelers Update Podcast. Hey, and be sure to ch catch my full print column. First thing Thursday on Penn Live, as always, it will be packed with plenty of memes bringing the latest, greatest Steelers debate to life and to laughs. Right now, let's get right to it. Just as quickly as Kenny Pickett and his pit pedigree was embraced as the heir apparent to Big Ben Roethlisberger, many in Steelers Nation are ready to dismiss him as a failed experiment, and they want to move on. They're talking about maybe a blockbuster trade for Justin Fields, maybe another high draft pick at quarterback, or a significant free agency signing, such as Russell Wilson or Kirk Cousins. But Mark Caboli and Mike DeFabio with The Athletic tell us there are plenty of reasons for Pittsburgh to be patient with Pickett and give him every opportunity for football redemption during the 2024 season. Now, it's not because Pickett showed out in 2023. In fact, both Caboli and DeFabio are pretty harsh when they grade Kenny P for this season. First up is Caboli with his assessment of Kenny's sophomore year. Quote, Pickett was not good. And there's no sugarcoating that. His accuracy was awful. 
only to be outdone by his lack of pocket presence. He did have some splashes, but not nearly enough to prevent this season from being a near-complete failure for him. Unquote. So, what is Caboli's season-long grade for the once and future Steelers starter? Well, it's a big, ugly D+. Now, DeFabo, in the same athletic article, further criticizes the Steelers' handling of the entire QB situation. He says the whole Mitch Trubisky experiment unnecessarily muddied the waters going back to Pickett's rookie training camp. And then there's the failed, fired offensive coordinator, Matt Canada, who delayed the ultimate evaluation of Kenny P. DeFabo writes this, quote, This season should have been all about developing Pickett and putting him in a position to properly evaluate him. But by hanging on to Canada as long as they did and sticking to a conservative game plan, the Steelers failed on both fronts, unquote. As for a letter grade for Kenny and his 2023 year, DeFabo is even harsher. He handed out a D with no plus sign, just a plain D. It's not passing muster. Worse still, DeFabo insists the Steelers are right back where they were in 2023. And that is not knowing what they have in Kenny Pickett, but determined to give him every chance to prove himself. And that really appears to be plan A in Pittsburgh. More Pickett under center for 2024. But what if the Steelers were to swerve and throw the one-time City of Champions a giant curveball by bringing in a big-name passer? How would that work? Who would it be? Well, once again, we have uh, Mike DeFabo, and he has gamed out some various Steelers scenarios and offering up these deep thought strategy sessions in the athletic for the Steelers to offer a changeup at quarterback. DeFabo writes this, quote, if the Steelers decide to pivot from picket, or if they're serious about creating some competition, they have some options, unquote. Well, what are they? Well, we're going to start. Option one, which DeFabo calls the known commodity. And who is that? Well, it's Mason Rudolph. And what are the pros for handing the reins to Rudolph? Well, DeFabo writes, quote, from a tangible standpoint, Rudolph stands taller in the pocket than Pickett and has a better arm. Both of these attributes allowed him to hit the deep ball and showcase the skill sets of the Steelers receivers, especially George Pickens, unquote. And it was not lost on anyone that Pickens really perked up once Rudolph was behind center and he sung Rudolph's praises. And really, with Pickett back in, is he really going to went over a guy like George Pickens uh, when he wants the ball and maybe Rudolph gets him the ball much better and more frequently than Pickett will. Of course, we know Rudolph is a free agent and he is going to come to the Steelers at a higher cost. How high? Well, the Fabo has some thoughts. Quote, Jacoby Brissett 
led the backup QB market last year at $8 million on a one-year deal with Washington. Now, Gardner Menchu got just $3.5 million for a one-year deal with the Colts. Rudolph might be somewhere on the low end of that range, which would make him a cost-effective option for the Steelers, unquote. So there you go. It looks very possible that if they want to, the Steelers can bring Mason Rudolph back. The question is, would that undercut Kenny and leave both the fans and the players clamoring for Mason the moment Pickett falters and has a bad game? That could be ugly. Quarterback controversy. The Steelers don't seem to like those very much. Option two, the veteran free agent, and uh, one of them being Kirk Cousins right now in Minnesota, but uh, looking perhaps for a new deal. Now, DeFabo co-writes with Alec Lewis, who is the Athletics Vikings writer, uh, for this skinny on Kirk Cousins and the possibility he could be in a Steelers uniform this coming season. Well, what are the cons on Cousins? Well, quote, Cousins' contract is set to void in March. He'll turn 36 years old in August. He's also rehabbing a torn Achilles suffered in week eight. Still, Cousins wants to be the surefire starter on whatever team he's going to be on in the coming season. He wants to win, and he wants his contract to convey his overall value, unquote. In other words, he ain't going to come cheap, and he ain't going to come without some guarantees about starting. Now, the question is, can the Steelers offering, offer him any of that, especially with the team being so fiscally conservative and seemingly bound and determined to give Pickett another full chance as the Steelers' starter? Lewis and DeFabo with The Athletics says it only makes sense if the Steelers believe the rest of the team is a Super Bowl contender with a rapidly closing window of opportunity. That's because Kirk Cousins is expected to cost upwards of $150 million over four years with $60 million fully guaranteed, unquote. So, you know, that's, that's a, a pretty high price tag. And in Pittsburgh, you know, that's, that's uh, really high. So we'll see. Now, of course, the athletic piece goes on to explore a similar Steelers trade for Russell Wilson, who is a free agent, having been let go in Denver. Uh, and, and of course, there's discussion on the already much discussed trade for Justin Fields. The estimate is it would cost the Steelers a second round pick to land the services of Justin Fields. And what would those services provide Pittsburgh? Well, the Fabo sees a field, uh, a Justin Fields in the Steelers jersey as offering this, quote, Fields would unlock the running game even when he's not carrying the football as he so often does. That would mesh well with the Steelers who have said they want to be a committed running team. If it all worked out, the Steelers would have a quarterback in place for the next decade, unquote. In other words, this trade would land a young quarterback with a 
first-round pedigree with some serious running ability. And, yeah, he's, he's sometimes careless with the football, but he can uncork it for big plays as well. So that's Fields. But, again, it comes at a high price, a second-round pick when the Steelers have some other needs in the draft. And also, speaking of the draft, DeFabo tells us the Steelers could go back to the draft. Uh, and this would be what he calls the, ath- uh, well, what, what he and the athletic call the rookie route. Right now, the Steelers holds the 20th pick, the same selection they used on Kenny Pickett back in 2022. The question is, would they really spend another high draft pick on a quarterback, perhaps Michigan's J.J. McCarthy, who could be slotted right around where the Steelers pick. Uh, And again, we're talking about all those other needs the Steelers have, especially on the offensive line. So what does DeFabo say about all this? Well, quote, the season showed the Steelers have many, many other needs. Swinging big with a first or second round quarterback would come at the cost of addressing positions like the offensive line, including right tackle and center, the defensive line where Cam Hayward is aging, the secondary, which still needs to clamp down despite Joey Porter Jr., and inside linebacker where there were guys literally off the couch playing at the end of the 2023 season. Good stuff from the Fabos. And so what's the bottom line? Well, it kind of goes back to the beginning. Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett again appears to be the Steelers' plan A for 2024. The Fabo says, quote, a lot of it depends on how much the Steelers still believe in Pickett, unquote. And that's true. And it appears right now the Steelers' preferred option is to, quote, give Pickett one more season to prove himself and then be ready for an early round QB addition next year, next year being 2025, according to DeFabo. In other words, your 2024 Steelers are going back to 23, at least at quarterback. In other words, we're we're starting the season, the new season, right where we were at the start of last season. We are going to ride with Kenny and see where it goes. Is that how you see it? Steelers fans, drop me a line at my PenLive email address and sound off. Meanwhile, enjoy the championship games and all that top-flight quarterback play sure to be on display. These playoff passers can come from anywhere, as we've shown, but they're just not coming to Pittsburgh as of late. Let's hope that changes. And, of course, we're going to cover all the moves, the deals, the rumors, all off-season as your Steelers attempt to retool for 2024. It's all right here in your Steelers Update podcast, which will continue weekly every Wednesday throughout the off-season. So sign up where you get your favorite audio. And, of course, log on to PennLive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news.